We hope you're enjoying Revelation. Reminder that the subject is Christ as a center of God's administration according to God's eternal economy. We really see this in chapter 6. But in chapter 1, we see that the revelation is about Jesus Christ. That's 1-1. And then uh, Christ and the church are revealed in chapters 1 through 3. And then chapter 4 begins a major section of this book, going all the way to the end of the book. And this is about the things which are about to take place. So this is where we are in time. And this, these things span uh, from now, actually from Christ's ascension, to eternity future. So in 4, we saw mainly the throne, the throne of God. Wow, what an awesome chapter. In 5, we saw a scroll that he had in his hand. And Christ ascending, that was uh, when he went through the clouds and appeared before the throne of God. What a scene, a classic scene. I love that chapter. And he has horns and eyes, seven horns. Uh, that's for moving, for, uh, for uh, uh, going forward with power. And then eyes are the seven spirits of God. So he's uh, has the eyes that are sent forth into all the earth. So he is uh, moving and and viewing the whole earth situation. And uh, it ends. It, it says in uh, chapter five that this uh, this scroll is sealed. So now we come to chapter six, which reveals the first six seals. And uh, you could uh, uh, you could uh, title of this section um, the seven seals, the mystery of God's economy. Now remember that we've seen throughout the whole Bible that the mystery of God's economy is uh, unveiled to show us that God wants to save man to the uttermost by dispensing himself into man in order to build man up. Uh, together as a church. So that's the context. And chapter 6, these seals are uh, the factors that God is using to reach this goal. you got to catch that. Uh, these, these are things, factors, that he's using to accomplish his eternal economy. And the first four are competing factors likened to a horse race. Imagine that. I don't know if you've ever been to a horse race, but it's exciting. It's thrilling. You just are waiting to see who will take the lead and who will win. Well, uh, this is exciting times to live. And these horses uh, have been released from the chute and they are running. And there are four riders who are uh, not persons, but personified things. And the horses uh, two, three, and four, the seals, the second, third, and fourth seal, are really evident. It says clearly that uh, the red horse, the second horse, is war. The third horse is uh, black, and it's famine. And the fourth horse is pale, which is death. It's not so easy to know what that first horse is. But according to historical facts, this first horse, yes, the first horse, is the gospel. So you could say that the four horses are the preaching of the gospel. That's the first seal. 
first major factor. The second one is uh, the spreading of war. The third is the spread, the increase of famine. And the fourth is the rampant death. And actually, some translators uh, use uh, the word pestilence uh, for death. So pestilence is a pandemic, and that's what's happening right now. We can see that the pale horse is trying to advance. There's been many, many people that have died because of the pandemic. And so we can see these horses are competing. War, which brings in famine, famine, which brings in death, are competing to kill man, to destroy man. But praise the Lord for the white horse. The preaching of the gospel is to save man. God's economy is to save man and is using all these things to compel and to uh, cause the white horse to run faster. So these verses, uh, one says, um, the lamb opened one of the seven seals, the first, and two says that a white horse, he saw a white horse, John saw a white horse, and he who sits on it had a bow and a crown was given to him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Wow, how exciting is this? The white signifies clean, pure, just, approvable. The white horse is a symbol of the preaching of the gospel, which is clean, pure, just, and approvable in the eyes of both man and God. And that's why I love preaching the gospel, because I'm coming with something clean and pure in the midst of something dirty and impure and something that's just something that's of God. The gospel is so awesome to be speaking to people. And then you have uh, in verse 2 also a crown, and uh, this, or actually first the bow, and a bow with an arrow is for fighting, but <laughs> there's a bow without an arrow here. This indicates that the arrow has already been shot to destroy the enemy. Oh, wow. And that the victory has been won. Praise the Lord. The victory has been won for the constituting of the gospel of peace. Now the fighting is over and the gospel of peace is being proclaimed in a peaceful way. So we have the gospel of peace and we can proclaim it. And so the white horse can run and win the race. So these horses are compelling each other forward. So praise the Lord, we have the victory won. And it says it conquers, it uh, went forth conquering and to conquer. So today in God's economy, he's wanting to send forth the preaching of the gospel. He wants to send people to dying man, dying through war, through famine, through pestilence, and to bring God to man, to save man. And so he, this, this uh, rider, he went forth conquering and to conquer. And that's to overcome, overcoming, you could say, and to overcome. So throughout all the centuries, wherever the gospel has been proclaimed, it has conquered and overcome all kinds of opposition and attack. Yes, there's great opposition and great attack in preaching the gospel. I know we've experienced this when we go forth 
what opposition and attack. But praise the Lord for the white horse is running and these other horses are just causing it to go forth to win this race. So we hope that we're participating in this white horse. We want to be the rider of this white horse, the, the, the participants of the gospel, preaching the gospel. This rider is actually the gospel itself, and we can be part of that by preaching the gospel so that God's economy can be wrapped up, Christ can come back and rule and reign as the Lord and King and His throne would be fully applied to the earth. So praise the Lord. We have this opportunity in our lives. May we use our days and our time to go forth, uh, to share the riches of Christ, to save man, so the church can be built up and God can complete His work in this age. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed it. Hope to see you tomorrow.